Hello, everyone, and welcome back to part two of this episode of Behind the Manga. I'm your host, Manga Alerts, joined once again by Winter Venom and Vampy. Hey. Oh. All right, so now let's get into it. Uh, yeah. Okay, so for the next one, and this was another one that I'm really excited for, um, Near Autonoma, Autonoma the uh-huh. anime, ha- has released uh, two brand new character videos, a release date for the anime, production staff, and cast. So the title was revealed to be Near Autonoma version 1.1a. If you know oh, the Nier series, you know, they do those kind of, like, wild titles like that. Um, I'm scared. Well, especially Replicant. I'm glad they're not doing an anime thing of Replicant because they would have that long number there. But, um, yeah. A1 Pictures will be producing the series. It's set to broadcast in January 2023. So the cast consists of Everyone who was, uh, who voiced the characters in the video game are returning back to voice the same characters in the anime. For those like myself who uh, played the game with the English dub and wasn't aware of the cast, uh, here it is. <laughs> Yui Ishikawa, uh, who voices Mikasa from Attack on Titan and Violet Evergarden, will be voicing 2B. Natsuki Hanai, who voices Tanjiro from Demon Slayer, Arakawa from Odd Taxi, and Vanitas from the series, uh, you know, case study of Vanitas, will be coming back as 9S. Ayaka uh, Suwa, who voices Chris from Konosuba. Mikazuki from Gundam Iron Blood Orphans, will be coming back as A2. Hiroki Yasumoto, who is Chad from Bleach, and Appius from Rank of Kings, will be back as Pod 42. Inkaru Akiyama, who is Tenko Izumi from Detective Conan, or for those in North America, you may know it as Case Close, will be back as Pod 153. So for the staff, we have... Uh, Ryoji Masuyama who directed Blend S and Hello We Go will be directing this as well as being in charge of the series composition alongside the game, the video game's creator the wild man himself Yoko Taro <laughs> <laughs> yeah this is going to be wild I'm, I'm, I'm... I'm oh God! <laughs> <laughs> oh, he says that we're gonna, we're gonna get into that as to why he said oh God. We're gonna get into that because we're gonna give you some backstories if you've never played a near game or any Yokotaro game. Oh God! Uh, <laughs> uh, continue before before we I I go on my soapbox again. Go go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Let me finish. Yeah, uh, June Nakai, uh, who did the character designs for Gate JSDF and Silver Spoon Season 2 will be doing the character designs and serving as the chief animation director. And Manaka, who 
composed the music for the Monogatari series, as well as Summertime Rendering, is composing the music. Now, uh, alerts, I want I want you to get on your soapbox. I'm very curious about this. <laughs> well, I kind of okay. know, but I want to hear you say it. Uh, okay, so for those who don't know what I call the Yokotaru way of doing things, <laughs> think of it like, so, preface. Yokotaro, I think, is a very good storyteller, and I feel like the world that he created with the Nier series is absolutely very good and wonderful. I think that Nier is a very good series, and I think Nier Automata is a very good game. It is rated as one of my highly rated games of all time, and I very much enjoyed uncovering its lore and the many different, spoiler alert, endings it has in the game. Mm-hmm. However, however... What I did not like about Nier is that for me to even begin to understand the whole lore, I knew it. I had to have somehow, somehow, had to have watched a screenplay, which don't long, doesn't longer like does not play anymore. It, it, so it was limited release. It was like a limited yeah, a li- screen, li- yeah. a limited screen release that you yeah. now have to go and find the script for to read through it to get some stuff. You have to read a few novels. You have to play the original Nier, which thankfully they remastered it. But still, you have to play that. And then you have to do a whole lot of extra stuff to even begin to understand the lore of Nier. Now, I'm not saying you can't like ignore all that and enjoy it. You can still do that. But for someone like me who wants to know the complete story, mm-hmm. yeah, good luck trying to do that. And it makes me even more upset... Or not upset, but like, oh, that's why I said, oh, God, right? Yep. Is, so, I'm not sure if you knew about this or not, but it was actually confirmed that Yokotaro said, and I quote, um, he did not want the animation studio to copy, like, per, like, verbatim what happened in the game. So, there is going to be changes in the anime. Hence the name version 1.1a. And when he like talked about it, he was like, um, the title of Nier Automata was a story we created to be a game, so copying it as is wouldn't make an interesting story for an anime. So I brought up the idea of changing things around. The original creator was trying to destroy the original story, and the anime staff was trying to desperately stop that. Such a debate kept going back and forth for a long time. And well, what came out of it? There's changes now. Which means now now that I have to go and actually watch this, because now I want to know what changes did the (laughs) mastermind of Yokutaru, you know, like, decided to come up with and throw in there. Yeah, and to add about that, um, so another thing is, I I was feeling the same way with the lore, and on top of it, I went even further because. What did you do? No. No, no, no. no, so this no. Is the, no, no. So the, here's a spoiler. So, a spoiler for this. So, just FYI. Spoiler for Drakengard. Ending E for Drakengard is supposedly the timeline that the Near series takes place. So, because of what happens in Ending E, that, create, that causes Near or Near Replicant. And of course, what happens in near near replicant, you know, is led into near Tamina. 
Um, and then, of course, there's Drakengard 3, which apparently it has to do with different timelines and things like that, which potentially opens it up to, you know, a near Drakengard crossover. But, um, what you're, but, like, I tried to do the, some, the, some of the same things that you did, Alerts, and the reason that you were, like, and I felt the same way, and the reason that I understood when you said what you did during, like, the reading for this is because for exactly what you said, he changed things up. And it's not just, okay, well, he changed things up. I don't have to watch it. You know, I have the full experience. Well, here's full lore experience. Here's the thing. He changes things up, and then he makes, he marks it as canon. By the way, both Alerts and I forgot to mention this, but um, for any of you Final Fantasy XIV fans, that uh, near expansion that happened was counted <laughs> as canon by Yoko Taro himself. So that's so you had to play a whole other game, well, other than Dragon Guard. You had to, like if you really wanted to experience all of that. You either had to watch a stream, which is kind of what I did. I, like some people were playing that on Twitch, so I watched it there. Hopefully, find like a YouTube video of someone going through that raid, um, or play it yourself to get to get that experience. So he's putting it in multiple games, things that like are actually canon to the near storyline. So this is another thing where it's like, well, I can skip this, yeah, but you may be missing out on canon changes. So, yeah, like, that's why I'm like, Yoko Taro is a wild man. He just does whatever he wants. Oh, and don't forget the mobile game, too. Oh, yeah, I forgot about the mobile game. I, listen, it's one of those things where if you want to go down a rabbit hole, then I suggest going to the Nier series, because then you'll, you'll be, you'll be busy. You'll have... Lots of like key connections, like you'll have like the push, like the push pin board on your like wall or something, connecting the dots together to formulate the story. So, if you want to go that route, but like again, Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, yeah there's like, well, yeah. Stop. So there's like five series. Stop. There's there's like five series slash franchises across different mediums that I do the push pin or did the push pin board for. In no particular order, near the near universe, near slash Dragon Guard universe, Kingdom Hearts, um, the Fate series, or really the Nasu verse. Oh God, yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. Cosmere for any uh, you Western book fans, the Cosmere franchise or series, and the last one is the School Days series. Because School Days is one light novel out of a whole franchise, and you don't want to go down that rabbit hole. <laughs> Trust me, it gets even more messed up. But yeah, those are the I'm five. Al- I'm already like scared as to like what sort of like stuff you're hiding. Because it's like, dude, some of. I mean, don't get me wrong. I think it's if it if a story gets you to that point, then it did its job well, right? Yeah. But I feel like at the same time. There can be a little bit too much, in my opinion. Like, like okay, I don't get me wrong. Like I said, I absolutely love Nier. Mm-hmm. But to go out of my way to find a screenplay that is no longer playing, to hear dialogue of two certain characters who understand 
what happened during the events of Nier Automata to then having to play the game, well, I guess, spoiler again, having to play the game at least a good, what was it? I mean, in the main path, you have to play it at least a good three or four times. But to get everything, you need to, like, play it a good, what, seven, eight times about? For actual endings, it's, yeah, it's about, no, it's about five to six, I think. Um, Five to six times, But, like, after a certain number, then you can do chapter select. So, I mean, at least there's that. Um, If you want all of the endings, including the bad endings, you're going to be playing it at least 26 times because there's, like, 26 endings. There's 26 well, bad endings. Yeah. yeah. And then then you get to do it all over again. Because in one no. particular ending... Uh, well, which, do you remember which letter ending this one was? Uh, that was... Um, ending... It's ending either D or E. Because either one... It's either one, I believe. Either one... Well, whichever one it was... Has or you... both, actually or both, has you delete your save game. Yeah. But, now that's what cloud uh, backups are for. <laughs> that's what uh, I this, did. Oh, uh, this, look, this guy freaking, like, tarnished the vision, tarnished the message behind that <laughs> ending. Can't believe it. So, enough about my soapbox, because I think I'm, I'm almost done, because we have another soapbox that we're going to go on a little bit, but, uh, <laughs> What's your thoughts on this? Um, well, I haven't finished Automata yet because. Oh, uh, whoops! Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, I don't own the game. I actually, oh, I think my go. my roommate might. Uh, yeah. Roommate owner? Mark? I don't know. I I was um, basically I have a friend that owns it and he's played it before and he came over, and me and another friend were watching him play it. So that's why I'm behind on it because you know schedules not aligned. Um, because we were gonna like you know watch and play through it together. Uh, however, I have um, watched the story of the original Nier, uh, Gestalt, mm-hmm. um, and that one made me sob like a baby. <laughs> uh, it's very good, so I already know, like, if I like the original Nier, I'm sure Automata will also make me cry eventually when I finish the game. Um, and I do already like uh, some of the characters from what I've seen. So I bet that I can get, like, those same friends to watch the anime with me. Although, I I don't know if I'm ready to go down that rabbit hole of so much media. I am, I, that's a lot. That's it, a lot to deal it with. It consumed my ahead, life your... for a bit, so. <laughs> go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead, Vampy. Which which series had you put up the pin board that connected us? Uh, Seven Seeds. Probably uh, When They Cry. Ah, uh, okay. I I still haven't finished uh, Higurashi yet, but um, you know I read all of Umineko. I know I know it's like connected. Like Umineko is connected to Higurashi because there's like some of the characters that are like the same. Umineko is too hard for me to explain in like, like a short amount of time because there's like a metaverse sort of version of people that I think are also characters that exist in Higurashi, but they act. Like differently and have different names, but are technically the same. And yeah, no, 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 no. 
Here, I'll, I'll, okay, I'll go ahead and I'll spill my beans as to which series. So I've only had one series, actually two, that I had done the push pin board with. Mm-hmm. One was Hotline Miami, but granted, it was only like the first game, the second game, and then like the comic that came with the second game if you bought the digital edition mm-hmm. or like the digital deluxe edition. But that that wasn't like too too bad. The one that was really bad, the one that uh, I might have to go down once more, is Danganronpa. Oh, that means you put up a pin board. Yeah, no, dude. Okay, listen. Yeah, no, you can. Yeah, you can get a pin board for that. Yeah. <laughs> so, this is true with the amount of media. So, again, it was the game. So I got hooked on the first one. So, because I bought the... Let me see if I remember correctly. So, I bought the first one because it was on sale. I really liked it, so I got number two. No, okay, I lied. I bought uh, Danganronpa 1 and 2 because it came in a bundle for, like, dirt cheap on PlayStation. I played it. I played the first one. I got hooked. Uh, I didn't explore too, too much. Played the second one. Play, beat it, loved it. Obviously, there were some moments that had me at the edge of my seat. Um, mm-hmm. Then I played uh, Danganronpa Despair Girls. Again, same thing. Then after that was 3. Then after that, there was actually a anime adaptation of the first game. Then a anime adaptation of the prequel before the second game and then a sequel to the anime which took place i think after the events or about to be like the after the events of the second game and then uh this past right stuff anime sale i have the manga now of danganronpa one two and everyone's favorite despair girls so yeah it's a lot Wow. I oh, I just yeah. watched through uh, one and two and then part of three, but I couldn't really get into three, so I stopped there. Yeah. No, I got you. But yeah. Have, it it was. You, what's up? But have you played Zero Escape or Somnium Files? Okay. So in that, I've started with Danganronpa. Mm-hmm. I have played Zero Escape. Mm-hmm. So don't worry, like I've I've done, you know, I went back and I have played everyone's favorite. Again, he's my little adorable perverted guy, Date. <laughs> Come on, yeah. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> so for those who don't know, Date is this like sleaze bag of a character. He's like on like the same level as like Reagan from Aratok. From Reagan Arataka from Mob Psycho. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. he's... I would say he's about the same level. So to kind of give some context, like, he's supposed to be this, like, super, like, super serious detective or whatever. But then, like, there will be moments where it's a super serious moment. But then he gets distracted by, like, a porno mag or something. Or to yeah. get him to, like, move from, like, to progress a level or something, right? Mm-hmm. He gets involved in, like, a shootout or something, and he's, like, stuck because he's, like, scared, right? Well, in the game, 
there's a point where you have to like manipulate a bullet or something to shoot a porno mag vending machine and he's like hey <laughs> yo let me is that the brand new rares volume and yes he yeah so date favorite character of all time favorite character of all time. <laughs> the best however he's also a great uh father figure when he he does care he does care he does struggles yeah uh, struggles a bit but he does care Yes, absolutely. Yeah, that's that's where his uh, lovable side comes from. Where you're like, oh, I can't help but love him, but also he's just this perfect idiot. He, he's just <laughs> that's just I I don't know how like he got past the interview period, but yeah, he literally picked him up from the side of the road. So no interview. <laughs> no, and then any of his like interactions with like Iba are like hilarious. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Like I haven't played any of them, but I'm looking forward. You to need that to. That. I trust know. me. Trust oh, me. You'll start like, like you know how you like you bust out laughing at like that. Uh, what is it? For it Misfit was of the Demon King Academy. Yeah, you'll yeah. start. You'll bust out laughing in this. One. Okay. Absolutely. And you can get um, it for super cheap too. Oh, I already own them. I bought them. Oh, okay. on the next on the like. Get on it. <laughs> yeah, I had bought it uh, when Vamp when you told me about it and everything, and you were like really yes. hyping it up, and it was on sale. So I'm yes. like, yeah, I'm gonna buy all of them, like, all of the Zero Escapes or something. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I hate that one girl that had the stupid fire axe. I hate it. <laughs> oh, uh, alerts! You have the next one. The I do have the next two actually. Oh yeah, you do. Yeah. Cool. So, Tomo Chen is a girl. Um, that anime released a brand new video and brand and two new cast members so who are those cast members well let me tell you kohei amasaki who was albert from banished from the heroes party and otto from ray zero will be playing kosuke misaki and then josisugu matsuoga who played Kirito from Sword Art Online will be Hatsumi Tanabe. Now, again, this is another one of those where I haven't seen it, haven't read it, but I did watch the trailer because, you know, I was live tuning it and it actually looked pretty good. So hopefully it does good. And for those who are huge fans of it, I heard people really like it. People are guessing this one up. So hopefully it lives up to the hype. Uh, Winter and Vampy, what are your thoughts? Um, kind of the same with you. I didn't actually. I don't think I saw the trailer for it uh, because I was. Um, I think at the time I was flipping because I, I know when this was all going, it was like I was on my phone watching it, and then I had like flipped back to Twitter, and then when I came back from Twitter, I I had missed this or something, um, unless it was like done earlier, uh, announced like. I think it may have been announced earlier, and I wasn't, uh, I had not joined the stream yet, and when I actually, like, actually, uh, start, like, hopped on social media to, like, check this out, they had already covered this, because I think that's what happened, um, because a lot of these things were, were not, how we're presenting them here were not the order that Aniplex, uh, or, yeah, Aniplex had, uh, presented this, so I think I missed this, but, uh, again, I know it, I think it recently got a English release. I think the mm. manga did. Uh, uh, we could be wrong. 
Again, we... take this with a grain of salt. We are staying in a tone like this because we don't know. Yeah, we do not. Yeah, so Wait, Seven Seas okay. has it, and oh no, Seven Seas had finished that. They they had it done two years ago. Um, oh wow! Wait, it took them two years to make an anime adaptation of this. Dang. Uh, actually, crazy. three in terms of for Japan because it ended in September twenty nineteen. Uh, it started in twenty fifteen. Gotcha. Okay. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, but um, but for this, yeah, like. I haven't read it. I haven't, uh, and I didn't see the trailer for it. Uh, I'll probably, you know, check out some sentiments. I don't know whether on like some discords I'm in, or I'll check the reviews or something like that. Um, like on my anime list or any list more so, and maybe check it out. But you know, uh, you know, hopefully, like it lives up to it satisfies the fans of it. You know that it's a good adaptation. Uh, Bambi, what you got? Um, I've actually read... Uh, it was a while back, so I don't remember how many chapters. I want to say probably like the first 30 or 40 chapters, and I thought it was really funny. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think it'll be... Uh, I don't... The premise isn't the same as Kaguya-sama Love is War, but you might like it if you like Kaguya-sama, I feel like. Okay. Um, I feel like I could recommend it to people. Okay, that. cool. It's a good comedy. The blonde girl is my favorite, so. <laughs> gotcha. I'm not remembering names, so. She's like my favorite character. She's really funny. Um, and kind of like messes with the, the main, uh, like the female lead and the couple a little bit. I just think like she's kind of deadpan and like some of her deliveries and stuff. I, I think, I don't think it'll be a good comedy anime. Um, I'm surprised it took this long to get an anime out, though. Mm-hmm. All right. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, I guess this one was the one that all the, for the next announcement, this was the one that I saw a lot, I'm gonna call people, I'm not gonna say names, but a lot of the big anime accounts were hyping up this event just for this announcement, and we got, and they hyped it up for literally stuff that we already saw. What? What am I talking about? Oh, well, <laughs> no, I'm serious. They did. No, I actually didn't watch the trailer for this, so I didn't know that they just showed the same clips. Yes. From before. So, for those who don't know what I'm talking about, it is Bleach, the Thousand Year Blood War. Everyone's super, super hype, super like, no one knows how it's going to be, you know, everything, all other stuff. Well, at Anyplex, they released like a short, a small short trailer of episode one, which again we've already kind of seen in the past trailers before, beforehand. But every like big anime account was trying to gas up this event just for this, and it's like, no, that, no, like if you looked at the actual like timesheet, it mm-hmm. didn't take up like that much space. So what were they going to announce? in a Japanese event that they already have their stuff figured out. It's just us in the U.S. that doesn't have their stuff figured out because (laughs) we're like, what? Now about to be like 10 days before and Mm -hmm. we still don't know who has the streaming license to Bleach? (laughs) Yeah. I'm going to take a guess. It's probably not 
Disney Plus. Bungee yeah. roll or high dive. Guess. I would be shocked a, if it's high dive, but um, I'm gonna throw I'm gonna throw wild card. Hulu. Hmm. I, I okay. Uh, well, we can go into that into our into our thoughts. <laughs> no, no, I have I have thoughts about that, but we but I mean yeah, we okay, have to like bro. give the information. Okay. You know. Okay, I got you. Well, anyways, so besides that, like small trailer that we've already have seen, right? Uh, what did they at least? They did at least confirm a few things. So uh, the series will run for four cores with breaks in between, which is good. Mm-hmm. Um, the show will premiere on October 10th at midnight. So technically October 11th. So again, hopefully by then we'll figure out who has the streaming license. Fingers crossed. But we'll see. So winter since you were riled up a little bit by my hot take of the <laughs> of the underdog hulu somehow sniping bleach from crunchyroll netflix high dive all these other places what you got I, I just i wouldn't think it would be the reason i don't think it would be hulu is because disney has a majority share in hulu so for disney in terms of the publicity of this series, it would make sense to put it on Disney Plus than put it on Hulu. And I don't think it's going to be... I definitely do not think High Dive got it, because I feel like High Dive would have just, like, yeeted this information out immediately. They would have been like, we got Bleach! We got Bleach! We got Bleach! Like, back, like running back and forth. Like, you know, uh-huh. like a kid on a sugar high. Like... <laughs> they would be like, we got bleach, we got the bleach. So I, I don't think it's high dive. I mean, do I think it's Disney Plus? I, honestly, n- no. And the, the reason I say I don't think it's Disney Plus is just because I feel like Disney would have brought that up in D23. So I, I and they didn't, right? Right. D23 already. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's over. It's been over. Yeah. And they didn't mention it at all. And they, they mentioned stuff like, you know, the uh, Indiana Jones 5, all the upcoming Marvel stuff. Uh, they, did they of course, released the trailers for The Mandalorian Season 3. And um, what's the other one? Oh, the uh, Andor that's going now. And they talked about the Acolyte that's starting. But nothing about Bleach, and even if we did not get a trailer or anything, it would have, I think, briefly been mentioned. So, I don't think Disney has it either. I personally do think it's Crunchyroll, and potentially, it could be that they are trying to still work out a contract deal with about this. You think... Okay, actually, you know what, now that I think about it, do you think it's because some of those voice actors are on the SAG-AFTRA union, and they're like, well, because, again, we already know what happened with Mob Psycho. Yeah. And I feel like, which I think is kind of dumb in a way, that me personally, I think both Mob Psycho and Bleach are both equally important because they're both equally, like, as hyped, in my opinion. Mm Mm-hmm. So I think it's kind of dumb that they chose to focus more on Bleach 
for those who've read Bleach, it's kind of like, you know, it makes sense. But still, it's like, that's a lot. Versus Mob Psycho, you know, like a lead role character. But who knows? You could be right. Where it's like a mix of, okay, so now you have non-people who aren't in SAG-AFTRA and some who are. Mm-hmm. And Crunchyroll's faced with this decision where it's like, okay, well, do we make it a SAG-AFTRA contract? Which then makes us look like a clown with what we said to the Mob Psycho guy? Or do we say, nope, we're not doing it like we did with the Mob Psycho guy, but now you just lost half of your cast who wanted to reprise their role, mm-hmm. but now it's like, yeah. So I wasn't thinking that. I was actually thinking it's more between Crunchyroll and the Japanese uh, animation studio. Gotcha. Okay. So I'm thinking, well, I went on a big old conspiracy. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think the... Uh, yeah, p- me personally, I don't think the SAG-AFTRA thing is in play for this. I think it's more of Crunchyroll and the Japanese animation studio negotiating on trying to negotiate on like the contract for Bleach. And maybe it's more of a, hey, these things are changing, like we're asking for more money, and Crunchyroll's like, hey, maybe not, maybe that's going on. I don't know. Um, That's just my guess. Gotcha. But I I do say, like, you brought up a great point. What, it's 10 or 11 days left? And, I mean, it's coming up really soon. If they don't have this ironed out in this time, I'm just going to, you know, I'm going to say it. Everyone's going to pirate it. What are you going to do? Like, you know. Uh, We're probably going to see the same situation like we did with Summertime Rendering, where, like, we still don't know when that anime is going to. I think the anime is just now done now, right? In Japan, yeah. Yeah. So... Either they hopefully the English dub is almost done for the Disney to just drop it all at once, or again, like I don't know what they're doing. So, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, let's ask our super amazing Bleach fan Vampy over here. What her I... thoughts on? Why would you hide me up like that? I don't know anything about Bleach. What? I've read the first me, two volumes. You told me you were like the biggest, like, super mega When? <laughs> when have I said that? That's a good question. When did you say that? I've never said that all my uh. life. I don't know. I would not. I, I've only read two volumes. I would not lie. Well, since you, I mean, that's plenty. Of, I mean, I think you've read more than enough to uh, at least throw your opinion around. So, what you got? What's your really? That I, I have enough to have an opinion. Yeah, yeah, you read two volumes. You're good. You're good. Two volumes. Two volumes out of seventy-four. Um, that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. Uh, this is gonna be the best anime ever. I love the first two volumes. The character development was crazy. <laughs> I mean, you heard you heard it here, folks. Like, I, I mean, the the da- the data doesn't lie. <laughs> uh, 
that that's, that's all I got, man. Um, I hope someone hurries up and announces it for the rest of y'all to, to watch it. Obviously, I'm super behind, so I won't be watching it. Uh, <laughs> unless I just want to be spoiled to death. But, um, yeah. Okay. He, he's going to go on Twitter and be like, mega fan of Vampia Bleach with all the details. I'm like, I didn't say that. <laughs> I, I'm not going to gas you up like that. Don't worry. I'll gas you up another way. Oh, no. Yes. <laughs> well, uh, Winter, you got the next item piece here. Yeah. So, the Berserk Golden Age Arc Memorial Edition released a new promotional video and announced a new song. The song is called Insei by Susumu uh, Hirosawa. It, and it will be an insert song. So, what are both of your thoughts about this? About this whole uh, Golden Age Arc Memorial Edition? Hope it's In, good. Is this the one that people were, like, memeing that it was bad? Um, I think so, but this is the... Oof. Yeah, because this is the, like... 20, uh, or I guess it was like, yeah, I think they're redoing the, yeah, the film, the scenes and stuff from the 2016 version. Like, I think it's just a recut of the 2016 uh, version. Uh, which is uh, the bad one, I think. Gotcha. Well, I mean, for me, I, I mean, again, I, I don't really care if it's like two, two and a half D or three D. Or like and like hand drawn versus CGI. Those are just like tools of the craft, and it's up to the art, the artist, to utilize the tools correctly, right? That's how it is. You can't blame the tools for the bad art. You blame the artist for not knowing how to properly use the tools given to them for the bad art. Right. So, having like again, I've only read a little bit of berserk but i know how big of a like franchise it is and how like emotionally like invested people are into berserk yeah and to kind of like see such a huge property like that get an anime adaptation that looks like that yeah that's not i would be disappointed now, I'm kind of glad that they're going to go back and maybe, like, recut them. But they're still keeping the, like, 2.5D, like, animation style. Which, for me, I could see it work in, like, some cases, like, in some stories. Mm-hmm. But not this one. Like, for me, if it's not Studio Orange, I can't do, I can't do it. Sorry, yeah. but Studio Orange are like the, I would say the Picasso of CG anime, and those guys have it on lockdown. They got B stars. They got, um, the newest Trigun, which looks really good. So it's like, I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. For me, Would yeah, you- as a as a Berserk fan, um, I I feel like it's milking this arc because there's so much more past this arc that could be animated 
and they already fumbled the bag with the 2016 version and I don't know I think it's kind of like it to me the situation with the golden age arc reminds me of the whole Batman situ- Batman movie situation right with the exception of the Batman that has come out all like before that you know we've seen Bruce's parents get killed so often it's like okay we get it we know why he becomes Batman but every movie like every Batman movie seems to like always have to show it until the Batman right but um that was this is what the golden age arc seems to me I understand how significant it is because it's it I would consider it like the peak arc in manga in my opinion like it's one of or i would say if it's one of if not the best arcs in manga and so i understand how influential it was how big it was i I get that but you know having it like done multi you know consistently i think the 1997 version did it um the 2000 you know the 2016 version did it and now we have this it's kind of like i understand but i think they should have done something different for memorial edition for example one of the things that they could have done is like similar to like the what Kodansha did with the Attack on Titan coloring not the coloring book but the Attack on Titan best of they could do like the best of scenes from Berserk not just what has been animated either the 1997 version or the 2016 version but from the current manga series so you maybe have one from Golden Age arc you may have one from the Black Swordsman arc you may have one from the Conviction arc you have one from the fairy island arc or something like that like them doing that and doing it as a memorial edition i think would be better than redoing the golden age arc again and again at least to me yeah no i got you uh vampy what you got homie um i think he said everything that could be said uh i've only read about i'm gonna say about a hundred ish chapters of Berserk before I stopped. Um, I feel like I don't have enough to really say an opinion on it, except that I am surprised, at, at least from my knowledge, from what I've seen other people say, that it doesn't have, like, a very well-done anime adaptation, considering how base it has. <laughs> like, it, every time I hear about it, it's like, um, Oh yeah, it, the anime looks like garbage, or it's not well done. I I'm just shocked, cause like I really thought that it would you know have more resources and more care put into it, but it just doesn't. Um, yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's the proportions or just like the scope of it, but it yeah, it really does shock me. And I'm also surprised to hear that they're doing the same arc over and over again, like you, you said. Um, I didn't know that's what it was like, that they're just doing it well, the same part. <laughs> yeah, it's like, because 1997 version did the, uh, yeah, I think it's like, the, just they do the two arcs, but I mean, it's like 1997 version did 
the first two arcs, which were the Black Swordsman arc and the Golden Age arc, I believe. Then, you know, the 2016 version, I think... Actually, no, the 2016 version got further, um, and they did... They got, like, past the Golden Age arc. And then there were the movies they did. They did the Golden Age arc as a movie trilogy, I believe. And it's like... Come on, like, just come on. Why? Get it together. Yeah. But yeah, um, Vampy, you have the next news about a new video game. Right. Any what? I thought reveal... this was a manga podcast, not a gaming uh... podcast. I mean, we have Nier Automata, so. Uh, okay, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> all right. All right. Um. Aniplex reveal a new video game under their Aniplex.exe brand. The game is called Hirahira Ihiru. It's going to trip me up. There's a lot of H's. Uh, will be released on PC in 2023. You know anything about what this game is about? I didn't even know that Aniplex had a video game branch. Like I didn't either. <laughs> I listen. You you caught us all by surprise. Not gonna lie. Um, when I watched it, uh, it was more so. So from what I could gather from the press, like from the announcements, it looks like they're both going to be primarily visual novel. Mm-hmm. So if you're like a fan of visual novels, then I think uh, you'll be. This will be right in your alley. Because I saw the art, and it looked actually really cool. And um, and as for the stories and such, I'm not too sure what those stories are going to be. But again, it's a visual novel, so take that as you will. It's vampy time. I love visual novels. Yeah. Well, you also have the next one, too. Yeah. All right. Uh, ATRI, My Dear Moments video game by Aniplex.exe, will be getting an anime adaptation. Uh, Troika will be producing the game. That's why I'm guessing you pronounce that. Uh, the game is available in English on Steam. Ooh, I have to check this out. If this is also a visual novel. Is it- uh, I think it is, yeah. When I checked it, it's a visual novel yeah. on Steam. It, I think it has a rating of mostly positive. I think I'm just waiting for like a better sale before I like pick it up. Enough. But they say it's pretty good. Like some of the, I was glancing at the reviews. They say they say it's pretty good. Mm. All right. What about you? Uh, alerts. Again, I uh, haven't played it. Haven't seen it. But if it's that good, then it's that good. It's good, then it's good. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. And our final news. Yeah. Oh, Alerts, no. I'm sorry. Oh. I'm sorry you had to do this, but... Um, I, and I, I I'm just going to preface and say, like, right now we're at, like, two hours and 24 minutes, and I, I'm pretty sure this one is going to make it kind of long. <laughs> okay. I, so. I get up and leave. <laughs> Well, obviously, it's we'll try to make it brief, but um, there's, there's going to be some context and some trigger warnings as well, too. 
Oh, so, I was just going to say, like, it's going to be, like, I just gave us a timestamp just because, like, I know this is going to have, this is going to be a lengthy discussion, but, I mean, I'm just bringing that up for yeah. the listeners and stuff. Yeah. Okay. No, for sure. So, again, uh, if stuff such as um, abuse and all this other stuff is not for you, then you can leave right here. We won't, you know, like, you know have any hard feelings because this is going to be the probably I want to say like the most difficult conversation that we're about to have but this is the one that really like made a lot of people like turn their heads and go what so what am I talking about well a new Moroni Kenshin reboot has been announced along with its cast production staff and airing TV station so it was announced that the anime will be airing in 2023 on Fuji TV's Noe Tamina pro- uh, programming block. Leiden Films will be producing the anime. And here's the cast. So, Soma Saito, who voiced uh, Kyo Uma from Blue Lock and Shu from Engage Kiss, will be Kenshin Kimura. And Ri Takahashi, who was Megumin from Konosuba, Shino from Girlfriend Girlfriend and Sumi from Renter Girlfriend will voice Karu Kamiya and as for the staff um Hideo Yamato Yamato what? Yamato yeah uh, who worked on Strike the Blood Magical Girl Spec Ops Asuka Cells at Work Code Black will be directing Terumi Nishi who worked on Jujutsu Kaisen and Kimi, Kimi ni Todoke will be working on character designs. Hideyuki Kurata, who worked on Goblin Slayer, Made in Abyss, and World Only God Knows, is in charge of the series composition. And then you, Takami, will be composing the music. So why did I throw in all of those, like, trigger warnings and all this stuff and all this other stuff. Well, for those who don't know, Roroni Kenshin was written by the mangaka uh, Nobuhiro Watsuki. So, in the beginning, everything was fine. People really liked Roroni Kenshin. It was featured in Weekly Shonen Jump, and honestly, it was from what we've seen, or from what uh, research I've done, a really well- like, really well done story, which lots of people had an emotional connection to, and, you know, like, the it's, like, the starts of, like, a new, like, iconic series, right? Mm-hmm. However, in November of 2017, police found DVDs with footage of CP in Watsuki's Tokyo office. Tokyo police then raided Watsuki's home as a part of the investigation into the purchase of CP, and the search found that there was over at least 100 CP DVDs. He was then referred to prosecutors over the possession of CP in November of 20, of, of 21, and the serialization of Rooney Kenshin, which at the time, I believe, what was it? Rooney Kenshin, the Hokkaido arc. Mm-hmm. was put on hiatus because of this whole thing, right? Yep. However, 
as serious as those things are, uh, in February 2018, Watsuki was only fined 200,000 yen, or in, like, converted now, about $1,500. And the Hokkaido arc then resumed with serialization in June of 2018. So, myself and most of us here, along with a ton of the different other, like, people in the manga community. Mm-hmm. We don't like this. And the fact that this got a reboot as well, too. Again, no harm, no foul to, like, the production staff, the, you know, the voice casting. Because, again, right. And for those who, like, have a legitimate, like, emotional connection to the story. Because, don't get me wrong. This story is, from what I've seen really good and it you know made people you know it brought people into its world and people connected with the characters and everything ah that's perfectly fine right there's plenty of other like mangaka who have done this like not necessarily the same like severity of it but like some degree that makes you question like is this really the same person who wrote this yeah but um but in this case, this happened. And honestly, it caused so much of a, like, I wouldn't say, how do I word this right? It caused so much of a, for lack of better terms, a, sh- a shitstorm that, like, quite literally, anytime you hear even the mention of Rurouni Kenshin, there's going to be a debate immediately in the comments about yeah. like separating the art from the artist and all this and all that, blah, 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 that fun stuff. Me personally, if you enjoy the story, that's fine. Me personally, I'll admit the anime is very beautiful and I think it's very well, well done. And I'm very glad that, it got a reboot and mm-hmm. it was one of those like cases where the reboot was done right. Right. Yeah. Sick. But the fact that out of all the, all of the anime that should have gone like a reboot or a season two or any of any of those along those lines, they chose Rurouni Kenshin of all series, which I think, um, I have to double check, but he still earns like some residuals from that as well too. Yeah, I'm not and... sure for that one, but I, yeah. I agree. Yeah, um, yeah, or I, something like that. Yeah, yeah, because I think some people have said like he does not make anything off the anime itself, just the physical manga sales. Um, and let's assume that that is true. I mean, what does an anime do? Right, an anime is there to promote a manga, right? I mean, that's what it does. So, even if you watch this, for many, for many, they're going to go and they're going to try to buy the manga. So then he still he gets you know residuals, right? He gets money from that. I'm as someone who was who was a fan, like has a strong emotional connection to Rurouni Kenshin to the series. I am very deeply conflicted as well. 
because it's something that, like, it, it's something that, like, I had, like, it's tied to my childhood, and it's more of the, it is, like, a childhood ruined kind of thing, you know, a little bit, right? Um, and, like, I agree that out of all the things, why did this one get a reboot? Well, it, but I also know they did, because from, I know someone had posted on Twitter about this, one of, like, Shueisha's considered um, top titles, like, I, I'm assuming for sales or whatever like that, uh, Roroni Kenshin is considered one of them. And the tweet comes from the information that, um, there was a magazine or something like that had, had mentioned that, and then they had mentioned that uh, Demon Slayer just joined that. So that's why, uh, you know, that's where we found the information that, oh, Kenshin's still popular in Japan. And um, one of the people that uh, I follow, um, I think Minami, or the mangaka, uh, who's an American who's uh, living in Japan and working as a mangaka, who's about, I think, to working on her serialization, I think. Um, she had mentioned, someone had asked her that question about, hey, what does Japan think about the Rurouni Kenshin uh, anime, the new one? And how are they feeling with it? And she's like, no one's really talking about it. Like, no one cares that... It seems like no one cares that uh, what uh, Watsuki had and what he... Like, the situation oh he was in compared to... I'm really just going to say North America. I don't know if it's the West in general. I don't know. I'm not going to really include Europe in this because I don't know how Europe feels. But at least for North America, what I have seen on my TL is a lot of people either wholly against it, showing a bunch of things about it, and then others either sort of defending that or what have you. And it especially gets into the case of, like, where the war... And it's a war, not like a little, like, you know, skirmish. It's a full-blown war is when you bring in the person who kind of got him back, got Watsuki back into Jump. And mm. and that is Ichiro Oda, the creator of One Piece. It's very controversial because, yes, Oda was the assistant uh, mangaka onto, you know, with Watsuki. Like, he was an assist... Uh, Oda was an assistant to Watsuki, along with the Shaman King... Uh, the Shaman King creator as well. But... Um, Oda was the one, supposedly Oda was the one who got, uh, Shueisha to, uh, bring Watsuki back, uh, to continue, um, the, the Rurouni Kenshin Hokkaido arc after the situation, the legal situation that we just discussed. And that's when it goes into, um, well, you know, let's try to defend Oda, you know, let's try to defend Oda's actions for this. Let's try to give a pass for what Oda did. No, nah, like, look, I like Oda. Like, you know, I I do like One Piece. I do like what Oda has done with that world. But, no, he needs to be held accountable as well. And this is gonna, this is probably gonna piss a lot of people off. But, yeah, you know, he needs to be held accountable for that. Someone had mentioned on Twitter, 
Oda probably feels some sort of obligation for um, Watsuki because he was the assistant for Watsuki. And while that's true, it doesn't excuse him on that. Um, Also, someone had mentioned, well, Oda also convinced Jump to bring, uh, or Shueisha, to bring the Magaka for Toriko back in after his legal situation. And I don't know about that one. I don't know if that one's true or not. Um, But if that is true, it's like, okay, you know, come on. So it's very conflicting because I've actually, and I've also been in discords where people were like, people still buy Rurouni Kenshin. I mean, and not buy it secondhand. They're buying it firsthand. Um, The uh, manga discord, the Jake's manga discord, where it's mostly about like restock information on from right stuff and in stock trades and stuff like that. Um, like you go and you'll see like, oh, Roroni Kenshin volume whatever restocked the right stuff. Oh, Roroni Kenshin volume something else restocked the right stuff. Oh, Roroni Kenshin restocked the right stuff. Like it's rest like they get restocked. And keep in mind, Roroni Kenshin I think sold pretty well in the early two thousands. It wasn't like um, it, it wasn't like, you know, like Black Cat, for instance, or um, Gintama, or what have you, where the stuff that you're getting now, when they say it's restock, it's like old warehouse copies. Like, no, um, Kenshin sold pretty decently, I think, in the U.S., maybe sold, like, considered sold, sold pretty well. So, yeah, I'm pretty sure they're straight up reprinting it so people are buying it firsthand still it's just something that um in alerts i think you had mentioned that uh and i'm sorry i'm going on my soapbox for this no 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 go ahead no 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 go ahead so alerts you kind of mentioned uh something about like the battles that happened and how what people say about uh watsuki and i find it interesting that and I'm going to get a lot of hate for this, but I find it interesting that yes, they people criticize Watsuki. You know, they call out Watsuki for this. They and they should, people should. But I also find it interesting that the situation with um, the situation with the Blue Period mangaka, where that was literally a weekend frustration, and then it was gone. And yeah, no, it was, for real. It was something that I was like. Oh, first off, I was shocked that the Blue Period uh, mangaka had that, and I was like, what the hell? Because I was already, like, yeah. years before, I was blindsided by the Watsuki stuff, and now mm-hmm. Blue Period, like, I was like, what the hell? But then, I kid you not, that was like, it started on Friday, people were upset, it only went to, like, Sunday, and then Monday, I remember seeing um, Manga Magura had posted, Manga Magura and I think Kushi, um, they posted news about the, uh, like, Blue Period uh, mangaka is doing an art uh, thing for, like, a... It was either for a clothing company or it was for a perfume company, one of those. And they did it, and they showed the art, and people were just, like, all all over just gassing that up, saying that mangaka's amazing, and it's great, and blah, blah, blah. And I was like... 
wait, what happened to hating them, like, from before? Because they said a bunch of stuff that's, like, borderline, Was I think it was maybe, like, borderline CP or something like that. Like, they said something about, like, young boys or something, I thought. It was something really disturbing that was kind of in the same realm as Watsuki. But, I mean, close to the same realm. Not super close, but close. It's, like, in that same, like, ballpark. And it, it's like, hey, what happened to that outrage there? It Like, it just disappeared. So it's kind of like... So, for some people, it seems like, you know, they're picking who they want to defend. And some people are defending Wasuki. I kid you not. Like some people are defending it. There was a Discord. Oh. No, there was a Discord I was in, oh. and they and they said, "Well, what what Watsuki did was a victimless crime." They said that. What? Yeah. No, no they did. They said it's a Assessing victimless. I kid you not. CP of actual children. Well, and they so they explain it, and is but they explain, like... it's the same. It's yeah, basically. Also, if you've seen his <sighs> deposition, no, uh, uh-uh, uh, that that's. That's disturbing. Like, Watsuki's deposition is disturbing. But, yeah, there are people who are defending Watsuki. Sorry, Watsuki. Say, like, and one I saw in a Discord, that person said it's a, it was victimless. And they were comparing it to the Toriko uh, creator. But I'm like, no. Nah. And everyone kind of just backed away from that because they were like, oh, I feel uncomfortable. Um, but yeah. it's the same thing that's happening... The same thing has happened with the Blue Period mangaka, where people came in and started defending them. It's just, you know, people are doing the same thing for Watsuki. And you have the other people, you know, you know, of course, calling that out. And me, personally, and this may be a hot take, just do whatever you want. If you want to watch this, if you want to watch this reboot, fine. If you don't, for those reasons, also fine. It's because... You're both right. And I was thinking, yeah, everyone is going to be sort of boycotting this. I understand why. I kind of, I agree. Um, And then I thought people would be boycotting Blue Period, but they just flipped that, like, over a weekend. So because of that, and now, like, no one talks about that. And so, like, because of that, I would just straight up just say... If you want to watch this Ruining Kenshin reboot, go ahead. If you don't, for whatever reasons, then don't do it. But what I've seen with the... Because what I've seen with the Blue Period situation and this, people are just hypocrites. So they're going to say... Like, the same people who will, like, condemn Watsuki, as they should. Watsuki should be condemned. Um... They're turning around defending the Blue Period mangaka. So it's like, was it rule for thee, not for me, or something like that? Is like, is that what you're doing? Like, you're just kind of like, you know, trying to just justify what you truly love. So, and like, so you condemn, you know, instead of being consistent. Yeah, so, I don't know. It, this, sorry, it's like my soapbox on it, but it, it's just like, be consistent. You're going to condemn... If you're going to boycott Ronin Kenshin, then you should also boycott Blue Period. Don't try to, like... And vice versa. Don't try to defend one and c- condemn the other. 
basically. Yeah, like, to kind of, like, and then I'll pass the mic, the hot mic to Vampy, but to answer your, to, like, follow up on what you said earlier about Blue Period, so they actually teamed up with Burberry. Mm-hmm. That's the clothing brand. And they made a comic about it. And it's still up on their website to this day, still. Even after, like, all that was revealed. Mm, wow. So, yeah. Um, yeah, fun times. But, I mean, for me personally, it sucks. In that case, with the whole Blue Period thing, I was very shocked too. Because I was already, like, very, like, emotionally invested with Blue Period. And I really thought Blue Period was actually pretty good. Anime adaptation, not too sure, but it's manga adaptation pretty good so to hear that that happened as you know i have you know i think i have almost all of blue period now pre-ordered already and it's through i think it's like uh forgot where i pre-ordered it through but it's at the point where it's like well it's just gonna keep coming in and then every time i get a blue period volume i'm just gonna look at it and go oh yeah oh yeah Mm-hmm. Period. But anyways, um, Vampy, what are your, what's your soapbox? What you got going on? I also was collecting Blue Period. Um, I started reading it a little bit before it came out English officially, and I was like, man, this is such a good series. I hope it comes out in English. Um, and it did, and I was really enjoying it. And yeah, that that news came out, and I I was like. Mm, I'm not I'm not happy with it. Uh mm-hmm. I stopped buying it after that because I just I was like no, it feels tainted. Yeah. So and now I have all these volumes and I'm like, well God, I guess I don't know, I guess we'll sell them or something to give them to a thrift shop or something at this point because I don't plan on co- collecting the rest. Uh for Kenshin, um one, holy crap, if you think it's a victimless crime, what is wrong with you? Right, um, no, you should have saw like, everyone's response, like, did you, people were like, did you just say what we thought you said? Like, it was, I, because I was just scrolling, like, I was on my, like, break or whatever like that, and I was scrolling, and I saw that, and I, and I was like, I, I did not just see that. And I, I had to reread it, like, nah, they, they straight up did, they, they said that. And man, that people were just like, I, I'm leaving this conversation. I feel uncomfortable. They, please yeah, tell me they at least like ratioed them as leaves. People sort of did, and they were just like, you cannot think that this. And they, but then the person kept going, like they were trying, they were oh, like straight up God. justifying it, like, oh, this is like, I think they said it's, it would be like a business, like uh, it would be like under a business similar to JK, which is like, I guess something that would be, like, Yakuza done or something. I don't know. It, it was some out-there justification they were doing, and I i don't know. It, it was really messed up and disturbing, honestly. Yeah, it's kind of like, uh, why, why are you defending this? Um, mm, yeah, this is not something that you can, like, defend in any good conscience. That's messed up. Um, I... Yeah, for me personally, I I just 
can't believe they're reprinting it. It's like, I can, because money! Um, but at the same time, I just, I... I wouldn't be able to, myself, I wouldn't be able to watch it at this point, or, like, read it, knowing what he has. I... Like, whenever I think about it and I see art of it, all I can really think is, like, what was he thinking while drawing his female main character at the beginning of the series when she was, you know, underage? That's all I can I mean, think. Like, she even was if there's nothing throughout the entire yet. thing. Though. The whole thing? Okay, I well, thought I'll except for the, when I looked. Well, except for the very end of the, of the first series. Like, at the very, very end of Rurouni Kenshin, because there is a time skip, but for most of it, she is like C seventeen and Kenshin's twenty eight. Oh God! And the fact that he wanted to make him thirty or whatever originally, supposedly. Is just like, <laughs> oh God! Yeah, it's it's I don't know. It's it's really hard for me to like, even if there's like nothing like content wise in the manga to like suggest that. It just makes me wonder. It just makes me I don't know. It makes my skin crawl. Um. At this point, like, I can't tell people what to do. I I mean, if someone wants to pirate it and watch it, like, go ahead. I can't stop you. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd, I Honestly, I'd rather take the route where you're not, like, the possibility of giving him money or something isn't there, at least. Uh, I don't know. Like... It's just personally for me, I wouldn't want to watch it or interact with it. It just feels like it's like, no, I can't do it. But I mean, if other people, they're extremely attached to it, I understand not wanting to let something go. And it's like, at the end of the day, we're on like a burning rock. That's (laughs) yeah, we're on a burning rock with a lot of things going on. Uh, But I mean, personally, I can't, I think definitely if in any, if you feel compelled to defend the man, just stop. Stop what you're doing. Do not be compelled to defend <laughs> a pedo in any yeah. any case. Like, pirate your anime, whatever. Just the minute you have to be like, well, actually, for the creator, it's time to stop and think about, <laughs> wait a second, am I defending again? <laughs> what, what am I really saying? Ah, just, just stop. Also, I I really do think it's, like, messed up that Oda has... He has also, like, welcomed back Toriko's creator. That's that's even more messed up. That's, like, two two out of three strikes. Well, if you are... I don't know any more about what Oda's done in the past. Let's say that's, like, two strikes against his character for me. And completely freakish. The fact that he just got a slap on the wrist... Especially when I've, like, seen people talk about, like, how uh, drug use is treated in Japan, where it's, like, yeah. um, you do a drug and it's, like, gone, career over. Or it's, like, um, a female idol or, like, voice actress or something like that is found out to, have, like, slept with a bandmate or has a relationship. But it's, like, done, over. It's, it's like, ah, uh, you have CP enough that we thought you were going to distribute it? Ah, slap on the wrist a thousand bucks. Go back to making manga. Get out there. And, yeah. yeah. So, that's really... That's messed up. Yeah, it is um, horrific that both him and Toriko's creator just slap on the wrist, gone. Uh, And then, of course, you also had, like, 
Didn't the creator of Act Age do something as well? The writer of Act Age. Writer, um, writer, yeah. Because I know there's a, there was a writer and an artist, and yeah. the the writer did that. The artist is perfectly fine. She did nothing. Yeah. She's still with Shueisha. I think she's doing, like, uh, I think she just recently, she had done a one-shot um, and everything, it, and everything. but she's fine, perfectly fine, all clean. It's the it's the writer, yeah. He but he went out and did that. Like yeah. he he went out and like you know, assaulted uh two middle school girls. Is he still in jail or? I think so. Yeah. Uh, I hope this is not another case where it's like oh yeah you get to come back. I hope that if that oh my god I don't even know what I would do at that that case that. Yeah. Uh, he's a rotten jail. I do feel bad for the artist, though. I remember somebody was running a poll saying, like, hey, what's the artist that you'd like to come back and do another series? And I think she might have been, like, the top voted or one of the top voted because I know people were like, wow, her art was really good. And she did not, like, like this. Was, she was not part of his crimes. And it just feels like her name got, like, wrapped up with his. It, yeah, it did. Uh, it, it seemed like it did, at least in the West. I will not, I, I can't speak for Japan, but at least in North America, it did. And that's when, I know I noticed it on Reddit a lot, that everyone would go around and making sure you're talking about the writer when you're talking about this, not the artist, because she did nothing wrong. Yeah. I do hope she gets to work with, like, a new person or get to do her own series one day. Yeah, oh. I think the the one shot that she recently did, um, from what I heard, was like you know that's like some start. I think she's also sort of doing some like contract request work. Like, hey, I want to this drawn. She recently did something like for an app uh, or something for Shueisha where you can submit. I guess you can like create your own manga or whatever like that, and then she will draw it. It was something uh, in Japan they were doing, but. Um, yeah, I and I, I think uh, she just needs a writer, another writer. I, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, you just had to bring out the the controversies, and you had uh, <laughs> alerts bring it up again, <laughs> once again. Alerts it's, had to. It's, <laughs> it's like I'm like a magnet for controversial topics, but I guess people like me, and I bring up controversial topics because I'm. You know, the, um, the, what is it? Uh, where am I at right now? Almost broke 10k on Twitter, so gotta, <laughs> gotta make sure, um, you know, we don't do anything as I fumble, I don't fumble the bag near the end zone, you know? Or what do they call it? I don't fumble the, the catch at the end zone or something like that. So, but fumble it's okay. the bag at the end zone. <laughs> yeah, fumble the bag at the end zone. We'll go with that one. But, <laughs> I mean, again, that's the whole reason why we're here, right? Is to hopefully break down some of these events and kind of give you guys like a behind-the-scenes look and a more, I guess, analytical reasoning behind some of these things. Because, again, right, you often see these things on like your Twitter feed, Instagram, whatever, mm -hmm. and there's just no explanation as to why that is. Like, for example, why are reprints so slow? Or why is Bleach taking so long to find a home in one of these streaming services? Or something like that. Well, 
that's what we're here for. And with that, I think that we're going to end it here because we are now reaching the three-hour mark. So, again, another <laughs> uh, James Cameron cut, unfortunately, this episode. But, <laughs> yeah, um, we're going to... I'm planning on splitting this anyways into two. Perfect. Perfect. So, with that, let's go ahead and wrap everything up and go on our way. So, uh, Winter, any social medias you want to plug? Uh, no, just the, the one, the Winter Venom 91. Um, in it, I'm mostly going back into... I've mostly recently been trying to get back into doing more gaming, like I think I, I've mentioned before, doing more gaming news. Um, and, yeah. Like, also, whatever anime, interesting anime news or stuff like that uh, that comes up, then I'll try to post it or what have you. But, uh, but yeah, um, it's just the one. Uh, Vampy, any social media plugs you want to follow or that you want to plug? It's like one of them, same ones as always. Uh, manga Muse, so you can find me there. I just talk about general stuff, pretty much manga, anime, the usual. <laughs> Alrighty. And last but not least, I got two more. So, number one, you can follow me at Manga Alerts on Instagram, Twitter, or TikTok for all the latest and greatest deals, news, restocks or whatever and then finally if you want to keep up to date to any of our brand new episodes or statistics that we like to post every now and then follow at behind the monk on twitter and with that i hope you have a good rest of your day peace bye